welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to this spirit-filled word by David Entry. When you catch a word, you have caught God. May you catch a word today that will cause God to change your story. Be blessed. In our Bible reading today, Esther chapter 3 verse 1, Haman was promoted. Bad news. Bad news. It's like a certain person becoming president or prime minister. Bad news. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine if Osama Bin Laden become, become a senator? Bad news. Yeah. In many countries where democracy is practiced, there are people who, when their man comes into power, good news. Because it will work for them. Yeah. Now, Haman was promoted. When I say it, then you repeat bad news. Haman was promoted. Bad news. Ah. King pro- Ah, It's like Haman won the elections. Ah. It's like you are bidding for a house to buy cheap. And the house you bought, you didn't know that there's a volcano under it. It's about to erupt. And it will erupt at midnight. (laughs) I thought, and then you have been praying and the one who doesn't pray won the bit bit for the house. And you feel, how? No. No. Why are you so petty and short-sighted? We'll get there. Second Peter chapter 1, verse, I think verse 10 or so. said, if these things increase in you, it will make you not be short, myopic. Yeah. Yeah, verse 9. For he who lacks these things is rather short-sighted, even blind and has forgotten. Short-sighted. What does it mean to be short-sighted? You can't see far. You applied for a job, you didn't get it, so you think God has let you down, you're upset with God. You are short-sighted. Maybe that job, that, that, the boss is a thief. And, <laughs> or you are going to meet somebody who is so powerful, he's your type that you can't resist. Even though you are married, your type is there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't resist. And it will land you into... I mean... You have ruined your marriage. You have ruined your marriage. Your husband can't believe that. Can my wife do this? Do this. Pregnant with a colleague at work. And now... He begin to regret. I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know how. You see, don't be short-sighted. When you pray about some things and it don't happen. He wanted to marry this guy. Do you, do you know your, the combination of your, your blood? Do you know the child is going to produce? Maybe I'm a robber worse than... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you some, some, I taught you something. Some blood cannot be mixed. You might look very nice, 
But blood, no, uh-uh, uh-uh. You mix your blood with some people, what will come out is sulfuric acid. Like adding water to sulfur. Yeah. H2O and S. Yeah, you get sulfuric acid. And it's very corrosive. Yes. <laughs> so, some of you, you have, what you are praying about, oh God, give me this. God will rather, he will give you him. By delivering you from what you thought is going to be. Haman was promoted. And he had a big party at home. But that promotion was going to show who was in power. Haman was promoted, but there was a young lady called Esther, Hadassah. There was a Hadassah there, whom God has had already planted. Promote Haman. Hadassah is there. God spoke to my heart that this evening, certain people are catching the spirit of Hadassah. What, what does the spirit of Esther do? The spirit of Esther is like a secret weapon that nobody knows when it's going to manifest. Esther herself never knew that's what was going to happen. So you look so ordinary, but you are supernaturally positioned, prepared, anointed, appointed, selected, and planted. Shout yes! God might, might have planted somebody somewhere already. It takes a lot of things into consideration. God told me this evening, there's a spirit of Esther in this place. And you are going to pray, I receive the spirit of it. Let me show you something. So this Haman was promoted and his hatred started because he wanted to enjoy his promotion. He said, everybody, when you see me, you have to bow. Everybody bow. When I pass, bow. Sometimes people will not bow, you don't know. So there's a guy called Mordecai. He's who said, I won't bow to a man. I'll only bow to Jehovah God. Yeah. I won't bow to a man. I'll bow to Jehovah God. And the friends told him, no, don't disobey the king. Everybody must bow to the guy. So afterwards, he wasn't bowing. So they told him that this guy is not bowing. He said, hey, you are not bowing. And then Haman, verse 6, Haman found out that, look, he said, but he disdained to lay hands. He, he, he didn't attempt to lay hands on him. Why? For they had told him of the people of Mordecai. I said, ah, so it's not only you. You are a people. You are a church called Caris. Ah. It's one of those people. Ah, so there are people here who are like this. In fact, he told the king that there are certain people in, in, your, in your jurisdiction who don't respect or they don't obey the law of the kings. They are a group of, they have their, oh yeah, I said they have their own laws. But unfortunately, Haman has been promoted. But we have our own laws. So that's going to come on a coalition course with the new president. <laughs> with the new media gurus. A coalition course. But there's already 
and Esther and prophesy. Once Esther has been planted, it doesn't matter who wins the election. It doesn't matter what laws are passed. It doesn't matter. The one behind the laws is about to be hung by his own gallows. Yeah. So he made he coerced the king. And they came, they, in fact, they had they were having party when people were troubled. And they said that they said, no, no, we can't. Because he says that you belong to a people. So it's not you, only you. Okay. Now we have to get rid of everybody. So he said in his heart to get rid of the Jews. To get rid of all the Jews. Verse 6. Haman sought to destroy all the Jews who were throughout the whole kingdom of Ahasuerus, the people of Mazekiah. He said, no, I have to get rid of these people. So they set a law and they set a day. 13th of January. <laughs> they said, 13th of January, we are going to pass it. That day, anyone who will kill a Jew will give you money. Yeah. From the king's treasury. They took money from the uh, uh, extra. Uh, 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 in fact, it was budgeted. They added to the budget. People who destroyed the Jews, this is their allocation. Yeah. Are, are you getting the interesting story? Yeah. Pass the law. So there was a day set for which the Jews must be destroyed. And look at verse 10. I like the verse 10. So the king took his signary parliament, that's parliament. That time the king's signary means parliament uh, from his hand and gave it to Haman. This, watch this. The son of Hamadita, the Agagite, the enemy of the Jews. The enemy of the Jews is in the White House. Like that. Yeah. The enemy of the Jews own the media. So you will be worried that these people have too much power. Passing laws. And no one can stop them. No one can restrict them. No, 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 no. God said, I am preparing the Estes. I am prophesying. There's the spirit of Esther in the meeting. Yeah. I pray someone will know will mark today's date down. Some maybe sometimes ten years later, five years later, fifteen years later, twenty-five years later. This thing I'm saying, some of you will live to see what I'm saying. Yeah. William Wilberforce. He's a parliamentarian. He wanted to quit um, politics to preach. His pastor said, no, don't quit. God has an assignment for you there. Wow. William Wilberforce. So he didn't leave to go and be a full-time preacher. He stayed in parliament because his pastor said, God has an assignment for you. Stay there. And because of him, he was able to, they mock him. They, some hated him because he was pulling down economic empires by trying to stop the slave trade. Yeah. So now they changed it. They abolished it but repackaged it. But there is an Esther here. <laughs> I am really prophesying tonight. Really prophesying tonight. You don't have to look like it. 
If it's just by the Spirit, just walk with him. You don't have to look like that's why God has told me to keep focusing on teaching the word so strong because time is not on our side. There are people who have to be fast-tracked because of the movement of the enemy. So by the time you appear somewhere, you might not look like very religious, but the word has entered you so much. When the spirit of God preached upon you, something else begins to manifest. He said, therefore, that holy thing that shall be born by you shall be called the son of the living God. Luke 135. Because the holy, he said, therefore, that holy, the holy thing, the holy child, that holy one who will be born. Give me the new king, okay, okay, James. I prefer the okay, James. Therefore, also, that holy thing, yeah, there's a holy thing inside you. That holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called. Ah! They didn't know. They thought they thought there was just something inside you. But they didn't know it was the whole son of God coming out. It's the whole son of God. They underestimated what you were carrying. They underestimated what is happening on you. They underestimated what the grace of God can do. But I'm telling you, the power of God is here. Somebody lift up your voice. Lift up your hands and cry that God use me. Holy Spirit, come upon me in a unique way. And use me for your agenda. Come upon me in a strange way. In an unusual way. In a powerful way. And use me for your purpose. Holy Spirit, come upon me. In the name of Jesus. There is a spirit here. And the Bible talks about how there is a spirit in man. When your heart is open genuinely to God, there will be a link. You can, you can sense when the spirit, the spirit shows up, that there's something unusual. You might not be able to explain it, but you know inside. That's why sinning is very costly. Fornication, lying, bitterness, um, stealing, all kinds of things. It, it's costly. Because it blinds you. When the Holy Spirit is moving, you wouldn't even know. You wouldn't know. It will be like the other time. Something. When they cut his hair, he didn't know. He said, I'll go as other time. He didn't know. He wasn't sharp because he was with the pro. With the girls. Yeah. You can't be a secret agent of God. Tell you. God does not endorse sin. Am I saying when you become born again, you are sinless? No. I'm not saying you are sinless when you become born again. But you certainly sin less when you become born again. (laughs) You sin less. Hallelujah. Now, God is the God, I'm about to throw a, a, um, a theological terminology. Our church will be like a mini Bible school. In other words, you must learn something when you come to church. You must be familiar familiar with certain things in the Bible and in Christianity and in our times. So what the Spirit of God is doing, combining the job of a prophet to the job of a scribe and a priest. The priests teach the people the law. The scribes help the people to understand the scriptures and the prophet by the Holy Spirit speak what God is doing in the time. Not just based, only scripture. It tells you sometimes you must know 
what scripture is being activated now? Say providence. providence. Yeah. Providence is a very important word. Somebody asked, but did God know that Adam and Eve they will sin? Did God know it? That they were going to sin and the devil will tempt them. Did God know it? You know the answer? Not only yes. God knew it. But not that is a small part of the answer. It, it had to happen. <laughs> it was part of God's providence. They were killing Jesus. But God said, no, kill him. Kill him. If I want you to kill him just before he dies, I'll tear my face away from him. That's very complex. But kill him. So he asked chapter 2. He said, you by the the foreknowledge of God, verse 24, verse 23, sorry, whom by the predetermined foreknowledge of God, he said, delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God. That's how he was delivered. That's why Jesus could tell Pharaoh that you don't have power to kill me if it wasn't given to you. He said, are you not answering me? Don't you know how, how, John chapter 4, 18, don't you have power to release you? He said, no, 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 don't, don't fool yourself. You have no power to crucify me. It, if it wasn't given to you, you can't do it. You don't have power. And then from that time, he sought to release him. But the Jews cried out the more. He sought. In, uh, yeah. from, from then, Pilate sought to release him. But he realized that he didn't have the power to let him go. He was giving himself. You see, sometimes when people are in position, they don't realize that God might be, might be working at the time they are in position. That's, it's called the sovereignty of God. Uh, so the prom, pro, pro, sovereignty of God, which produces the providence of God. Now, in Acts chapter 3, when he was determined, Pontius, whom he denied before Pontius Pilate, even though he was determined to let him go. So he was boasting that, don't you know how power? Jesus said, you don't have the power. And he found out he didn't have the power. Because he was determined. Uh, he was determined. Pontius Pilate, you denied him in the presence of when he was determined, his determination was, but Jesus had already told him, don't be fooled. You don't have the power to crucify me or to let me go. In fact, he puts it this way in John chapter 10 verse 18. I, have, I lay my life down. 10, 18. I lay it down. Hey, this one is very powerful. He said, I lay my life down and I take it back. And that, that must not be an ordinary man. So, I'm talking about the providence of God. What has that got to do with our prayers? God knows. God only knows what he's going through. God, what's the song? You know, I don't listen to songs, so I tend not to know the ways. But God knows how he's going to order your steps. I mean, look at how God sent Joseph into, into Egypt. Look, the people were getting rid of He said, you meant it for evil, but God was also working. You were working, God was also working. Yeah, chapter 50, verse 19 and 20. You were working, you meant it for evil, but God, so you see, Haman was promoted, but God was working. And what I want to draw your attention to is the Jews came to at the attention of Haman because of one man called Mordecai. Today's reading, chapter 3, verse 6. One man, he refrained. He disdained to touch him because he found out that he's part of a whole group. It's not only him. It's a, a chain. <laughs> it's a network. 
We are a network. <laughs> he found out that he was not alone. But how did he find out about the guy? Because the guy said, I'm not going to do contrary to the law of my God. That is why in the verse 8, he told the king, these people have their own law. He said, I won't. So the one who meant to be faithful to the law of God, when Esther in chapter 4 said, I can't go before the king, I will die, it's not political advantage. It's not, it won't give me a political advantage, I might die. He said, hey, let me interpret the seasons to you. Why? This guy is someone who was keeping the law of God, so God could easily speak through him to you. Even though you are the one who carried the spirit of Esther, you needed someone who, who has the word, the law of God open, and he can discern the times. That's brothers and sisters. That's why I'm here. Mordecai said, go! He said, if you don't do it, don't think you are because you are in the palace, it will affect you. If you don't do it, he says that God will raise deliverance from somewhere else. But you, you will not escape. And then he added that phrase. Who knows if you have come into the kingdom for such a time as this? Yeah. Yeah. We want to pray that when your time comes to take a step for God, you won't forget why you are there. Providence. When, how did Esther end up in the palace? Mordecai said, go. Now, you don't even know why you are sitting there. It can be providence. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm telling you. God is a puppet master. He allows the devil to work. And I told you the other time that the, the devil is God's devil. <laughs> he's working for God. Even though it looks like he's working against God. No. You can't stop God's hand. Who could stop Jesus from being born? The Bible says that when the fullness of time came, he was born. Yeah. The fullness of it. When the time, God worked with his own timing. No one could abort Jesus. So, the king's wife, they said, oh, come, come. I've got guests here. I want you to come and for my guests to see how fine you are. Many wives only look nice when they are going out. Uh, that's the, one of the challenges of men who marry. And she was called to come and show her beauty. And she said, oh, I should go away. Tell him I'm not coming. Hey. Oh, you forgot him that is the king you are dealing with. Oh, yeah, 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 so what? And so I know him. We've been meeting privately and I know him. Oh, familiarity. Familiarity. So, um, the queen, Vashti, forgot. Said, tell him I'm not coming. And he, he humiliated the king. So, it's the cabinet ministers who came to the king. And they said, if you don't do anything about this, by the time you realize in the kingdom, everybody, the women are disrespecting and the, yeah, feminist women to start. That's where feminist women try to start from, yeah. Feminist women, so you have to do something. So they advise him, do something. And so he just passed a law. Take Vashti and suck her from the palace and bring many virgins. Let 
beautiful young virgins besought for the king. So they sacked her and they brought different virgins. But the Bible says, Esther found favor. See, Joseph, like Joseph, because God was working. It was God who pressed it on. Um, no, no, the Vashti pressed it on Vashti to misbehave because Herman was about to be promoted. It was a setup. It was a setup. And nobody knew that Esther was Jew. Nobody knew. He went into the palace and was the king. Bible says when the king saw her, this is the one I like. And Esther became queen instead of Vashti. It's in your Bible. In the place of Vashti. Yeah. See? Yeah. And, and so he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti's misbehavior had a supernatural dimension. And Haman's promotion also had a supernatural dimension. Yeah. Because the Jews must be in power in that time. So that's why I'm telling you that the devil is working, but God is also working. Anyway, I've preached a whole message. Don't be afraid of what seems to be going wrong. Be afraid if you are disconnecting from God. Be afraid. Mordecai stayed on the law of God. And he was the one who navigated the, all the Jews through. Because there's somebody in the kingdom who makes sure he kept his focus on the law of God. And what God would do, he doesn't do it recklessly for anybody who doesn't keep their eye on his law. You want to pray a last prayer? Our Lord, give me the grace to focus on my work with you that I will never give in under any circumstance. Because some of you, if God promotes you, you become a celebrity, you won't come to church. Yeah. You become a varsity. Thank you. Yeah. You become a varsity. Oh, they make us stand so long. The pastor will be talking and talking and talking. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Most people, once they get settlement, they begin to change. You, from tomorrow, you see, when miracles start coming, certain people will begin to show their head. Yeah, because they are, they are, there's heat in their house. Yeah. So, when people eat and they are full, and they have built goodly houses, even you haven't been built any house. Deuteronomy chapter 18. Yeah, chapter 8, rather. Verse 11 and 12. Yeah, they forget. They forget. You want to pray that, Lord, help me not to forget. Help me, Lord, not to forget and help me not to um, turn my back on you. Yeah. Joseph was so prosperous in Potiphar's house. If he, the prosperity had entered his head, that would have been the end. Yeah. God would have used somebody else. He would have stayed there. Nobody would have known about Joseph. Is it possible there are other people who God was raising like Joseph's, who went into Potiphar's wife and no one knew about them again because they aborted God's project. Yeah. Arrogance. Nobody can correct you. Nobody can sit you down and say, no, what you are doing is not right. You are not going there. You are not doing... No one. God, now you are also very important, very powerful. So no one can help you. No one can correct you. God said, I can't use anyone that cannot be corrected. God can use people who are not teachable. God can use you if you are not teachable. 
being not, not being teachable is one of the signs, clear signs of pride. Yeah. Anyway, so you want to pray, God, help me that I will not forget you. Help me so that when I am elevated, when opportunities start coming my way, I won't forget you. Amen. I won't forget God. Amen. When I end up in the White House, I won't forget God. Amen. When I end up being a millionaire, I won't forget God. Amen. When I end up being a celebrity, I won't forget God. Amen. When I begin to make headline news, I won't forget God. Amen. When I end up having money, so much money, I won't forget God. Amen. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and pray that the spirit of Esther will continue to abide on you. We are catching the spirit. The spirit that sends people into areas where God wants to work. Cry out to God. You will not be arrogant. You will not be proud. You will not let pride have its way in your life. You will not let arrogance have its way in your life. You will not be forgetful. You will not be forgetful. You will be open to directions and the help of God so that the spirit of Esther can find full-blown expression in your life. Lord, Lord, give me grace. Give me grace. Give me grace that my heart will not be exalted to my head in the name of Jesus so shall it be so shall it be in Jesus name the prayer we are praying is so important a lot of people have missed out on destiny because they forget they forget they forget how they ended up in Potiphar's house Suddenly, they, they remember how so important and powerful they are that they forget and they begin to leave, abandon the law of God and bow down for political advantage. Yeah. Hey, man, for political advantage or for self personal interest at the expense of God's purpose. Yeah. There's a man called Uzziah. In Isaiah chapter 6, it says, in the year when King Uzziah died. Yeah. Yeah. Uzziah. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, high and lifted. God said, me, I will show that I'm always the one on top. Because Uzziah was held heavily by God. In 2 Chronicles chapter 26, verse 5 and 6. Verse 6 says that, it says that, he sought God. You see, he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding of vision. You know, your man of God matters. And as long as he sought the Lord, the Lord made him to prosper. Look at the next verse. He prospered. He now he went out and made war against the Philistines and broke down the walls of Gath and the walls of uh, Jebna and the walls of Ashdod. And he built built cities cities around Ashdod and among the Philistines. Look at the next verse. God helped him against the Philistines, against the Arabians who lived in Garbal and against the Munites. God, God helped him. As long as he sought the Lord, the Lord made him to prosper. Yes. That's what is about to happen for you. Yes. But our prayer topic is not about God helping you to prosper. The second prayer topic is about the verse 16. Verse 16. Look at verse 16. And when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I referred you somewhere and you got there and now you cut me and want to spoil my name there. No. You, you came to Caris, found a wife, found a husband. Now you turn the husband against us. Your heart has lifted up to your destruction. For he, see, he transgressed against the Lord by entering the temple of the Lord to bear. This is for the pastor. Leave the pastor's job. And I begin to comment on matters that are bigger than you. Yeah. Uh, new American Standard Version. He said, his heart, when he was strong, his heart was, uh, was so proud that he acted corruptly. It's the heart. Oh. It will make you so, but I've not done anything wrong. You see, you don't even see it. That's why when King Uzziah died, the prophet said, I said, the Lord, hi. You went to the temple to go and show that you are high. God brought you down. You read the story. You will be sure what God can do. But your heart will not be lifted to your destruction. I'm teaching you some deep stuff. Some things just must be taught for people to realize how they have to order and conduct themselves wisely so Satan doesn't have an upper hand over them. Glory to Jesus. Did you receive something? Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. When God speaks, works show. And the works will surely show in your life. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.